We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All-pro left tackle Ronnie Stanley practiced in full for the first time this season. And it sure seems like John Harbaugh thinks it's time that Stanley finally jumps into action. We'll read between the lines of what Harbaugh had to say Wednesday. Yeah, and we'll also share other injury updates from Wednesday's practice, including a big decision that now looms for Michael Pierce after he tore his biceps muscle. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Thursday, September 29th, and this is your Morning Ravens Vault. So Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen became draft classmates in 2018 and have been tied to one another ever since. Five years later, they both gave their perspectives on each other. Plus, Marcus Peters has confidence that the defense will work itself out, but he gave that message in a way that, well, only Marcus Peters can give. You won't want to miss this. Stay tuned. We have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, which is now on YouTube, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Sarah, let's not beat around the bush here. Let's just dive right into Ronnie Stanley's situation as it currently stands. Is it me, or does it seem like John Harbaugh thinks Stanley is good to go at this point? Uh, Bobby, that's certainly the impression that I'm getting, too. Though Harbaugh is respecting Stanley's thoughts on the matter and giving the all-pro tackle the ultimate decision on when he'll return to game action, but let's back up a little bit to give a little bit more context here. Going back to August, before the start of the season five weeks ago, Harbaugh said back then that Stanley looked to be in, quote, really good shape. But again, added that Stanley's return would largely depend on how he feels about it. And then just last Friday before the Pats game, Harbaugh was asked again about Stanley. Here's what he said. I, I really think it's kind of getting to the point where it's just kind of week to week, day to day ish. You know, and again, it comes back to him feeling like he's going to be playing at his best. That's really what it boils down to. Very sound, very strong. I think he's in great shape. Maybe the best shape I've seen him, you know, in, in some ways since he's been here. I, I, I don't know hard to compare but he, he, he's doing really well that way so when he feels like he's ready to go out there and be Ronnie Stanley at his best then he'll be out there. Sarah those are some pretty strong words from Harbaugh essentially saying Stanley's in the greatest shape he's ever seen to date and we know he's been in Baltimore for several years. Right and Bobby that comment right there that made me wonder 
It made me wonder if coaches and trainers now feel that Ronnie is good to go and that possibly they've given him the green light from a medical standpoint. But again, Harbo reiterated that Stanley return when Stanley feels he's, quote, at his best. You know, I got to ask, Sarah, right? I know you're going to have some thoughts on this. So how do you interpret it specifically? Yeah, that's a really good question, Bobby. The best we've ever seen, Stanley, is at an all-pro level. Now, I would hope that's not the standard that he's waiting for to jump back into games. The Ravens are on to their fourth left tackle of the season, and Stanley is the Ravens' $99 million franchise tackle. So I personally would be fine with, heck, a Pro Bowl Ronnie Stanley or even a top 20 tackle standard. That's better than what they're going to be getting right now. Now, to be clear, I'm not advocating that Stanley goes out there if he doesn't feel comfortable with his ankle. The question is more the standard of play that he's waiting to reach to return. What does his best mean to him? Well, that certainly remains to be seen, but let's now get to what Harbaugh said on Wednesday. Bring us up to speed. All right. Well, once again, Harbaugh emphasized a return is determined by what Stanley feels. But this time, check this out. Harbaugh added this little nugget. It's what we see, certainly, and what he feels. I think mean, those are two things that both have to be taken into account. You know, Ronnie's not going to want to go out there, and we're not going to want him to go out there if he's not feels like he's going to be good. You know, he's going to be ready to go. I think it's uh, a priority to go out there and be at his best when he comes back. At the same time, he's going to have to jump in at some point. You know, so could be this week. We'll just have to see. He's practiced quite a bit today. And uh, we'll see where it's at, you know, now and then tomorrow and then Friday and make a decision. Bobby, it's clear to me that Harbaugh thinks it's time to give it a go. And to be honest, maybe Stanley finally agrees because Wednesday was the first time that he was a full practice participant. That's a good sign. As things stand now, I'd personally give him a 50-50 chance of playing against the Bills, but... I could also see him waiting for week five against the Bengals. And Sarah, just to be clear, Harbaugh and the Ravens aren't pressuring Stanley to go out there if he's not healthy, right? Like, that's not happening here. Am I wrong? Or, I mean, they wouldn't risk his health like that. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. It takes both the doctors and the player to give the green light. In fact, if you look at the J.K. Dobbins situation, it's almost the complete opposite. It was Dobbins that gave the green light first on himself before the Ravens organization did. In fact, listen to what Dobbins told WJZ's Mark Viviano about this very thing just Tuesday night. I knew probably that Monday, that Monday coming into the week, um, Harbaugh talked to me, told me that he was going to let me out of the out of the cage. And <laughs> I, was, I was happy about that. Finally, it was like, man, finally, I've been, I, I thought I was ready for it, you know, weeks ago. But he's, you know, like I said, the organization, they, they do well by me, you know, they, they take care of me and I'm, I'm kind of glad that they made me sit out, you know, because it just shows that they, they, they care for me. They genuinely care for me. All right. So it's pretty clear to me Dobbins was waiting on the organization to give him his green light. In Stanley's case, it seems the organization is waiting for him, Ronnie himself, to give the green light. Now, everyone's going to do what they're most comfortable with, and that's obviously important and how it should be. Anyway. Sarah, really quickly, while we're talking about injuries, what other updates do you have on that front? Yeah, well, let's start with Dobbins himself. He was limited in practice Wednesday, but not for his knee. He was listed with a chest injury, but for now, it seems minor. And then there were three other players that didn't practice at all due to injury. There was Justin Houston with the groin, Patrick McCary with that ankle sprain, and then there's Michael Pierce with the torn biceps. Harbaugh said Pierce has a decision ahead. He did tear his bicep. Uh, he's making a decision now whether he wants to um, 
get it repaired, which you put them out for the season, or uh, play with it and get the surgery after the season. It's going to be his decision. I haven't heard a final word on that yet. Uh, so, and either way, you know, you could, it's, there's logic, there's logic to it either way. So it'll be Mike's decision on that. And still to come here on the vault, two of the best quarterbacks in the league, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen will meet once again after being selected together in the first round of the 2018 draft. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, Bobby, it's well documented how interconnected Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are and will always be as 2018 draft classmates. And while, as we know, they won't be physically going up against one another come Sunday, the matchup is still what everyone's talking about this week. 80 and 35, Sarah. 80 and 35. That's the combined regular season win-loss record these two quarterbacks have posted to date since entering the NFL in 2018, as you mentioned. Their records are almost identical with Allen having just two more wins than Jackson. And obviously that would look a little bit different if Lamar hadn't missed a good percentage of games down the stretch in 2021. Together, they've gone from the most scrutinized QBs in their class to two of the most revered players in the entire league. They're a great story. But Sarah, you know what the best part is? If all goes well, 
and obviously assuming Lamar Jackson stays in Baltimore for a long time, these two should be competing as AFC elites for years to come. Yeah, and this year they're both off to hot starts this season. Allen has a little more than 1,100 total yards compared to Jackson's 992, almost hitting that 1,000 mark. But Lamar has 12 touchdowns to Josh's 10. And Bobby, these two, definitely elite in the AFC, but we haven't even mentioned the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and other standouts in the conference. There is no shortage of parity in football these days. We're in good hands for sure. But let me shift gears, Sarah, because I'm sure some of you out there are interested in hearing what Lamar and Josh had to say about each other this week. Now, spoiler alert, both players kept things super straightforward and there were no national headlines to come from these press conferences. But that doesn't mean they both weren't still compelling to listen to. You know, very mutual respect um, between one another, you know, um, but he's in Buffalo and I'm, I'm over here in Baltimore, you know, so it can't, it can't be no hanging out and stuff like that. But when we see each other, um, see each other we show respect each other. It is crazy to think about. You know, Lamar's a, he's an MVP player. He's playing really, really good football right now. We're going into a hostile environment. Uh, we got to find a way to put our best foot forward. You know, there's a lot of different notions and opinions about both of us coming out of the draft, you know, and we're just trying to find ways to help our team win football games. And, you know, he does it as good as anybody in the league. So, um, again, it's no, it's no simple task for our defense to go out there and play a guy like his caliber. Um, and it's no simple task for our offense to go against a a defense and a team of their caliber with, with the head coach that they've got and the continuity that they've had in Baltimore for a long time. Um, so, again, we got to have a good week and, and prepare for uh, in our toughest battle yet. Bobby, it's almost like both guys at this point have learned how not to take the bait, which so often leads to national headlines and sometimes headaches. That was one of the first things I noticed, Sarah. Very businesslike, but also genuine at the same time from both guys. As Lamar noted, there's mutual respect, and the same goes for how John Harbaugh views Josh Allen. Probably the biggest challenge is the fact that he does so many things so well. I mean, he's a big, strong quarterback. He's on time and rhythm. He can do that. Uh, he can hold the ball and get the ball downfield. He can throw it to every part of the field, obviously. He's a tough tackle, you know, even just moving in the pocket, then throwing it, then getting out and running. Not only that, they're pretty expansive in their offense. I mean, they're running quarterback-driven runs. They're running RPOs. Uh, there's a lot of similarities in the two offenses, actually, when you take a look at it. So uh, he's, he's, uh, his style's unique. He's just a very athletic, big, strong guy uh, who can throw the ball really well. So that's the challenge it presents. And what about Von Miller, Bobby? I saw you tweeted a video of the former Super Bowl MVP giving some awfully high praise to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Sarah, Miller spoke glowingly of Jackson on Wednesday. Listen to this. You know, Lamar is as dynamic as it gets. You know, early on in his career, they tried to say he was just a runner, and you know he's did nothing but prove that he's a total package. You know, he can throw the ball, he can run the ball, he can do whatever it takes to win games, um, to put his teammates in great situations to win, and that's why he should be the highest paid player in the NFL, and that's why he should have the biggest, uh, the biggest contract out of all the quarterbacks, which will make him, you know, the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and he's done everything that he could possibly do to uh, put himself in a great situation for that. And I know that he's past it and he's not going to talk about it, but, you know, even though we uh, got a competition and even though I want to win, you know, I'm, I also, uh, you know, I have respect for the game and I know what's right and it's only right for, you know, the guys to get it done over there. I'm sure he wouldn't talk about it and I'm sure he wouldn't go there, 
but you know, I can. Some pretty powerful words from a former Super Bowl MVP and 12-year NFL veteran. And Sarah, he wasn't done there either. Uh, nobody's like Lamar, man. Um, you know, he's he's quick. He's 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 twitchy. Any little space that he can get, he can take it the distance. He's a blend of of all different players, and he can throw the ball. Um, he's his base is a quarterback. But he can also move like a receiver and, and hit the edge like a running back and make guys miss like a running back and, you know, a receiver and all of these things. And he has a, he has a great supporting cast with his offensive line and his running backs and, you know, quick receivers. And, you know, he, he's the guy. It's, it's really not... It's really not a secret. I, you know, I come up here. If I say anything other than that, then it would be bulletin board material because he he really he really is the the truth and his number of respect for the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. So moral of the story: there's a ton of mutual respect and admiration in play here, top down, both organizations. But Sarah, none of that matters come Sunday at one o'clock. We know that. I see it being a high-scoring bloodbath between two AFC powerhouses, but I'll save my prediction for our game preview episode coming up in the next 24 hours or so. So, Sarah, the Ravens' struggles in pass defense is no secret. The unit had a terrible go of it against Miami, and then they gave up a lot of chunk yards again against the Patriots last Sunday. But... When it mattered most, they got the takeaways, something they were not able to do consistently in 2021 as a team. Right. So in terms of pass yards allowed, the Ravens defense ranks dead last in the league by giving up 353.3 yards per game. And then it just so happens that here comes the Bills. They're coming to town with their number one pass offense that has garnered 329 yards per game. Now, veteran cornerback Marcus Peters was asked about these two extremes in the team's rankings. Man, we ain't worried about no placement right now. We worry about getting things flowing so we can be the best defense and the best unit that we can be, and that's ultimately it. Is just keep clicking uh, as the year go on, but we gonna be all right, man. We ain't worried about all that stuff. We once we get our rolling, it's gonna be straight. <laughs> Sarah, that's classic juice man right there. And honestly, he does have a point. Baltimore is slowly but surely getting more and more healthy in the injury category. Knock on wood. I'll literally do that during this recording. Even Peters himself is working back to 100%. We know that. Honestly, we could both see a significant jump from his first game back with a pretty solid second, getting a pick and nabbing the fumble before rolling out of bounds after Kyle Hamilton punched it out of Nelson Aguilar's hands. Right, and there's going to be some other injured guys coming back, but until they do, until they're actually on the field for games, the team did just go and add pass rusher Jason Pierre-Paul. Now, John Harbaugh said they gave him a lot of reps during Wednesday's practice, and the hope is that he'll be ready to go this Sunday. Now, whether he's able to get caught up to speed that quickly remains to be seen, but in the long run, Peters believes JPP will be a boost to the defense. You know, Sarah, another thing that stood out was how patient Peters has been with the rookies in the secondary as they sort of drink from the fire hose and learn to play at another level. Yeah, and they're really in a fortunate situation to have a veteran leader like Peters in the room. He was particularly complimentary of Kyle Hamilton, who had a really strong bounce-back game with that forced fumble in a critical moment against the Patriots on Sunday. Peters said Hamilton is going to be an excellent player in this league and that, quote, his body type is out of this world. And then as for the rest of the rookies, 
Peters has a message for them, and that's to just keep that next play mentality, keep working, keep communicating, keep trusting, and then play fast. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with Jason Pierre-Paul's decision to wear the number four jersey in Baltimore, which of course was previously worn by longtime punter Sam Cook. Coach Harbaugh did mention that the goal is to have Pierre-Paul ready to play on Sunday, but his official status is still to be determined. By the way, if you're wondering what the official finances look like for his one-year deal, Raven salary cap analyst Brian McFarland detailed on Twitter that JPP's 2022 cap number is $1.15 million, which includes a base salary of $1 million and a $150,000 signing bonus. The deal also includes $4.35 million in not likely to be earned incentives, as Brian put it, which do not count against the 2022 cap. Elsewhere, Lamar Jackson raved about his rookie center Tyler Linderbaum's play of late. Listen to this. He do. He, he was. Uh, we watched film, and he was doing things, passing off blocks, um, going to the next, to the next backers, to the safeties. Like he was, he was looking like a pro. Like <laughs> you got to watch the film. I can't even like. Describe like how, how intense it was out there for him and how high he was performing. It looked incredible just to see a rookie out there doing what he's doing. It looked like he's been here before. He just got to keep doing what he's doing and keep stacking. And finally, sticking with the center theme and being that Jackson has worked a lot more under center this year than in years past, here he is being asked about whether or not that was the case back in high school. No, nah, my center was too small. <laughs> he was too short. He was too short. So, no, nah, not really. Shout out to my senator because he was pretty good. My guy Mike. Mike was his name. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you love our show, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And as of this month, the Ravens Vault podcast is now available on YouTube. Please consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week four. All you have to do is simply search Raven's Vault Podcast on YouTube. That's all the time we've got today, but we will be back on Friday morning with the Raven's news you need to know. If you or someone you know is interested in advertising on our podcast, hit us up at BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening to the Raven's Vault. Raven's Vault.